Hey, everybody, welcome back to another edition of DPH Clinical. I'm joined by the wonderful dudes from Colorado Surgical Institute. What's up to hair? What's going on, Brisky? How you guys doing today? Doing really good, man. Good, brother. Good to see you again. Yeah, so I just want to share a story for the listeners. Brisky is in a new, actually, both of you guys are in new locations. Tahir's in the new building for the Surgical Institute, and Brisky is in an office with a pocket door, and I asked him how he likes the pocket door. What did you tell me? Why did you like the pocket door so much? I like it because if you're mad at someone and you slam the door, it comes off rude. But the trick is you take the pocket door and you just really slowly close it. And then they're like, oh, he didn't want to talk. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> so there's a quick little pearl right there for all y'all who want to put a pocket door on your personal office. It does serve a function more than just closing the door. So today we're going to be talking about the profitability, why would you want to do this stuff? Why would you want to add surgical things to your practice? I mean, what does the profitability look like? What's possible? So I'm going to pass it off to you, Tahir. Let me just take it from there. So we had a lot of people who listen. So we ran a course a couple of weeks ago, and we got another course next week. And a lot of the docs who came through have heard us on your podcast. And when they actually come meet us in person, they're always throwing out ideas for stuff they want to hear on the podcast as well. So they're like, hey, you guys cover a lot of clinical, but can you cover some of the business part that's applicable to the clinical? One thing I wanted to cover is like some profitability and some revenue, two very different definitions on both those things. And I'll hit that in a second of these procedures and why you should add them to the practice. So number one, obviously having the skill set is a good skill set to have nonetheless from a clinical perspective. But two, if we're just thinking from a business perspective, Let's say the economy does drop, right? We've had some good years. Let's say it does drop. COVID happens again, COVID 2.0. It's good to have these skill sets in your armamentarium so you can keep more in the practice. And you, I'm not saying don't refer to specialists. What I'm saying is maybe minimize the referrals to keep your revenue up. So then your collections is your revenue, right? Your gross production is a fictional number. Your adjusted production and your collections should ideally be 100%. And then your collection number in the business world means revenue. And then we're going to talk about the revenue for these procedures and then the profit for these procedures. So I'm actually going to hit on ortho as well. I did some numbers on orthodontics. And Paul, I know you do a crap ton of ortho. But let's say you just did, you charge $6,000 per case. You do five starts per month. And that's like, you don't even need to market to the external world for five starts a month. You just scan people in hygiene and talk to them in hygiene and incorporate it into your practice. Well, that comes out to over a year, $360,000 of revenue for the year. From a overhead perspective, I was going to say maybe ortho max is 2,400 bucks in overhead. If you count your $1,800 lab bill, and a lot of people are getting Invisalign for less than $1,800 now, and I can, that's another tangent of a podcast. And then your heating and cooling of your facility, all the appointments to see them, the paying a DA. So if you run off that math, then you have $3,600 per ortho appointment. That's heavily assistant driven. That's profit. So that comes out to $216 per year. Okay. Now a lot of someone- $16,000 per year. Yeah. $216,000 per year in profit from five starts a month. Somebody listening just heard you say 216 and they went, oh, and they go, oh, okay. <laughs> now, someone who's on the podcast is going to text in or email in and say, by the way, you take that monthly. You don't get paid up front for all your ortho starts. So I kind of did the math on breaking it out over a year. 
So your first month, you make $1,500 of profit. Then your second month, you make 3000 so on and so forth, up and until month 12, where month 12, because it's an annuity and it's compounding, you hit $18,000 in profit per month. That then continues on forever if you just stay at five starts per month and you finish every ortho case at a year, at 12 months. So I know the math can plus or minus a little bit, but just think about that. Five starts, assistant-driven work. For the vast majority, you need to know mechanics and diagnostics and how to manage expectations and finish cases. But that's a lot of revenue. 18 grand a month and just profit is great for ortho. And I'll add it's fun. And my oldest daughter's 12, so I'm seeing a lot of her friends. And then we took her and all of her friends to the lake house. And they were all laughing about how it's funny when I come to your dental office, it doesn't seem like you do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, you're right. You're right. You're totally right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it's a cool transition to go from operator where you're solely responsible with your two hands for everything to all you're doing is looking at pictures and saying hi to patients and your DAs are, are running the show. So it's a really nice gig. Now hit us with the surgical. Hit us with the wow. I'm waiting for it. Okay. Blow it away. I'll go to arches now. Here's the wow. Okay. okay. Boom. Boom. One arch per month. Your revenue, if you're charging $20,000 an arch, and you can charge twenty for an overdenture in some places, and you can charge twenty for a fixed arch in some places. So I just picked twenty grand revenue, or that's what you're asking for the patient. That's $240,000 per year in revenue. Now, the profitability in a very inexperienced office doing this is $120,000. Like, let's say your overhead is 50% on this thing. That's high. In a more seasoned, moderately experienced office, your profit off of one arch per month could be $168,000. And in my practice, it's like $200,000 or more because I have next to no overhead because I have all the systems in place. So that's one arch per month, whether it's overdenture or full arch, could be an extra 120 grand on the low end. And then if you multiply that by two arches a month, you're at a quarter million dollars or just under, so on and so forth. Four arches a month, you got an extra million dollars in profitability if you're running the show properly and your systems and protocols are in place. So it's a very profitable procedure to add full arch into the practice. I think another thing worth adding is that if you're starting to run a more associate-driven practice as you do to hair, I mean, you just recently stepped out of general clinical, I guess, and you're just focusing on surgical. So talk about, I mean, if you can generate that sort of profit just with your own hands, that frees up a lot of time to do other stuff. Yeah. My team was freaking out about an open schedule. They're like, because before it was like every open hour for me is super expensive for the practice. Well, now it's like, hey, I'm actually looking forward to those open hours. I can run the business. I can do different things. I can do research. I can go take a longer lunch and go for a walk after eating and just get some sunshine. So it's whatever you want it to be. But when your profitability per hour is that high, and truly the only way to eclipse 1000 to $2,000 to $3,000 per hour in profitability is really through advanced surgical procedures and maybe orthodontics and veneer cases. That's how you get it done is through leveraging the team. Then you have all these open hours in the day to like focus on your systems and protocols and things in the business. So it's been fun. It's been a very nice transition to have in the practice. And then, of course, I'm calibrating my associates. So then the quality of all the general dentistry and things we're doing in the practice is still the standards are there. 
Yeah. What would you add to that, Brisky? I mean, here you are, you got your startup rocking. You're trying to grow a more focused surgical practice, but a general practice as well. How's that going for you? You got anything to add on the profitability of it, the numbers? If I wasn't doing arches from the start off, I would be in some trouble, I'd say, for sure, right? Because you have a startup, right? And I'd say most people, the startup, their overhead is probably around 20K a month, right? But when you consider all your marketing fees and staff fees and all the services that you require, especially insurance too. So if I wasn't doing the four arches a month that I've been doing, I just closed my 14th arch um, this week, that I would be in some trouble, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be very nervous. So now I'm a little bit more cavalier about it and I'm not really stressed. And when I'm not stressed, I feel like I'm selling cases way better. I'd say maybe the product is probably made up of about right now. It's only 20% G general right now. Wow. And it's a little more than 80% just surgical stuff. Find you if you tailor your website and your messaging to be just surgical based, they find you as the person in the area that's knowledgeable. I've gotten more consults from DSOs and Nuvia and Claire Choice and, then when they come to my practice, they're like, man, you're a really cool guy. My last place was not like this. And then I tell them how young I am and how I'm going to be around for a while. And they're just sold at the end of the day. That's interesting that the age in the opposite direction has now become a positive. Said confidently. Yeah. I just point towards my gray hair. I'm like, hey, I have gray hairs. Look at this. And I told them I get a gray hair for every arch that I've done. So I said, <laughs> that's a lot of arches. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if you're a young buck right out of school, just get gray just for men's and just paint that into your sideburns True. so that you're distinguished immediately. My wife wanted me to change the gray hair to not have it, but I told her that I wouldn't close any cases and she wouldn't get her Chanel bag. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask you guys about this article that appeared in Time Magazine. It didn't really. I'm just making this up. It said, dropping arches is not just a procedure. It's a way of life. What would you say to that? I'll approach the question legit, right? When you have all the hundreds of patients in your practice that have full arches and restorations, you literally have to change the way you do business to incorporate all these things. So what I would say for a lot of people listening to get into it, just do like four a month. At four a month, you can still have a general practice and not change systems and protocols. But once you get to 10 to 12 to 15 a month, protocols in the practice have to change because the pendulum swings the other way and then it's like arch heavy in terms of your recall. But if you do four arches a month or under, you really can just run your general practice the same and just enjoy a lot of the profitability and all the benefits without having to make it a way of life. Your way of life can stay the same. And you know what else too is that you've got the freedom to do a lot of different things such as you're doing to hair where you're backing off and you're just focusing on surgical or if for some reason somebody would, I don't know why, but maybe somebody gets into it and they grow a surgical practice and they say, you know what, I don't feel like doing this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. If you could bring in, I mean, you could easily bring in a surgeon if you're closing the cases and you've got that kind of deal flow going in. So it's like the freedom to do so much more as I think we grow our practices. I absolutely love the word freedom when it comes to implementation of these procedures. Paul, I got a couple extra numbers. Can I bore you with more math? Yeah. No, don't bore me. Hit me. I'm going to fact check you against <laughs> okay. the Time article. All right. All right. Bring in the heat. Bring in the heat. And then everyone listening, if my math is off, I'm Indian. I'm good at math. You're probably wrong. So, <laughs> <laughs> I so, trust you. Yeah. So at Wisdom Teeth, if you charge 2000 bucks a case, which I think is low by the time you factor in sedation and other things, or PRF, you put PRF on your lower sites. 
in a way to add benefit to the patient, but profitability to the procedure. If you do five cases a month, right, and you get paid 2000 per case, that's going to be $120,000 of revenue per year. And the overhead on wisdom teeth is like next to nothing. But I just factored in, okay, maybe it's going to be $12,000 a year for overhead for wisdom teeth. Because everything is autoclavable besides maybe your suture and then your PRF supplies and sedation meds. So five cases per month on wisdom teeth, they all exist in your practice. You can probably get five from one big family if you really had to. That's $108,000 of profit from five sets of wisdom teeth per month. And then if you go into single implants, if we say it's 2000 bucks an implant and 2000 bucks for an abutment and crown, and then you got to factor in like, well, if you have grafting, extractions, membranes, all the other things you're doing, the number is going to be higher than what I'm saying. But just doing the implant, that's $90,000 in profit for the year for five implants a month. If you do your abutment and crown, that's $180,000 of extra profit. That would be $240,000 of revenue, but $180,000 in profit for just doing five implants, abutments, and crowns per year. And that doesn't factor in your grafting. I did some rough math. If you did grafting, it's an extra like, you probably make $225,000 of profit if you did some grafting and extractions and implants and all of that per year. So just five implants per month is almost a quarter million dollars in profit and take home, right? Not revenue, but take home per year, which is just huge, just in small implementation for the practice. Mm -hmm. What about doing five MODs a month? Five MODs a month. Honestly, I think the way I do MODs, I would be breaking even. (laughs) I'm slow. I carve anatomy. I'm not fast at it and I don't enjoy it. So all of the above, I think it's a net loss for everyone. Oh man, you carve anatomy, (laughs) huh? It's funny. It's like my hygienist, they've noticed on on fillings that I've done. And and my one hygienist said that to me, she's like, I noticed that you put anatomy in your fillings for the cool people. And I'm like, yeah, like if, I, if I like the patient a lot, I'm like, okay, yeah, then we're going to take the extra time and put some grooves in this thing. Otherwise, you just get a rounded out carbide football burr shape. And that's, <laughs> you get the quick job. <laughs> I wonder how you'd make the anatomy for Dune and I if you had to do an occlusal filling. Oh, first. man, shit. Like, yeah, now that I said that, I got to like watch you on. I got go, like a bunch of listeners that I do, and then they're like, looking in their mouths now. Was there anatomy there? They don't know. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. (laughs) They don't know. They don't know. (laughs) Ever since we started using Relevance Online Marketing, I could see a drastic improvement in our SEO. And we are ranking so much higher when searching for dentists in our hometown. We are seeing more new patients and certainly someone you should give give a look at if you're considering new marketing companies. Just absolutely awesome. I would recommend Relevance to any practice owner who wants to see what proper marketing can do for their office. I want to thank Dr. Paul Etchinson for introducing me to Relevance Marketing. They've done a great job, very thorough. I'm happy with the results. Thank you guys for all of your help. We never truly realized how powerful this could be. It's really changed our business for the best. I think they're definitely worth every penny. Easy to communicate with, easily accessible, 
does what I ask and even shows me some reports when things are going a little bit off track and what they're doing about it. You know, it's just a level of service I just haven't really received from other marketing agencies. Since we've been using Relevance, we've seen a tremendous growth in our business. I would recommend their services to just about anybody. Search engine optimization uh, and getting your ranking on Google to be the highest it can possibly be. The efforts uh, by Relevance and their team and the efforts and the things that they've done with the, uh, the SEO as well as the social media. Highly recommend it. So what are you waiting for? This is Dr. Paul Etchison telling you to get a free consultation with Relevance. As a listener of the podcast, you get the first month free and there is zero obligation to continue if you aren't blown away. Make this the year you grow your practice to the next level. Go to RelevanceOnlineMarketing.com to set up a free consultation. That's RelevanceOnlineMarketing.com. You got any other numbers that you want to share to here? Or like- yeah, I got some sleep apnea stuff too. Yeah, go for it. So sleep apnea is going to be on the same vein as your profitability for ortho, like the same structure as like an annuity, a monthly that comes in because you track a case over a year. You can break up the fee, but let's say you're asking 3500 for a sleep appliance, which is low. That's a very competitive number. You'd multiply that by five starts. Actually, did I do six starts a month? I can't remember if I did five or six starts a month but it comes out to 252,000. So say a quarter million in revenue per year. So that's kind of why I went with that number because it's quarter million bucks. If you do five to six starts a month, profitability on all of that, I'm factoring in as all DA time. You're just paying payroll. You pay for your sleep appliance. You pay for your follow-up testing, your titrations and all of that. You're probably going to make about 125 in annual profit. So take home on a very heavy assistant driven procedure but it's kind of the same thing. It's a monthly thing. So month number one, you make about $850 to $900 in profit. But by month 12, you're bringing home about $10,000 a month in profit. And then it stays $10,000 a month in profit because as you finish those five cases from month one, you're adding in your five cases on month 13. So then all the numbers kind of hold true forever. And then you build the program, you take an extra $10,000 a month home for arguably as long as you keep it. And it's a very assistant-driven thing as well. And with full arches, the vast majority of patients who have a double arch or a single like full arch reconstruction typically have a form of apnea, like apnea and the desaturate, the desatting at night and the bruxism and the acid reflux and all the things that occur as a byproduct of it destroy the dentition. So we're finding a lot of those patients need a sleep appliance at the end. And what we're doing with the financing, let's say my arch is 40,000 for a double arch. I'm financing them for 43,500. And those aren't my numbers. This is just what I'm saying for round math. I'm financing them the sleep appliance for everyone because typically at the very end when we sleep test and get everything going, they need a sleep appliance also. And I'm not asking them for more money later. It's pre-financed into everything from day one. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think for a lot of those docs that say, hey, I really wish I could get an associate, but I just don't know if I have enough to work to do for the associate. If you're doing a lot of the specialty procedures, I mean, you still have a general practice to run. And there's plenty of associates that have zero interest in doing any of this stuff that will crank MODs and crowns all day long. So it's like we come back to that freedom element of it. What about startup costs, not for like office, but startup costs for just getting the surgical stuff and to do arches? Like, what does that look like? I'll be very honest with everyone listening. You have to get implants, implants in a scanner. 
right? So you get an implant package, which is like a set of implants, let's say 30 implants and a motor through Neodent is what I did. And then I also bought a Trios. So I did a Trios for wire, wireless, and I actually networked my Trios. So it's on all my computers on every single op. And I just take the wand around. So pretty economical. You don't have to get more than one wand. So that cost alone was about 22 grand, 23 grand for all of that. Then you have to, if you're going to be doing out right out of the gate, you're going to be doing your own printing or all of your arches and doing your own photogrammetry in the office as well, right? You have your photogrammetry, which is about 40,000. You have your printer set up, which all in, including resins and pretty much all in cost for that is close to 18K. So you have 40, 60, 70, 80. I'd say almost 80K. You could argue if CTs are now replacing panos as a standard of care that every startup practice should have one, I would say yes. Some may say no. So I would still say that that was a cost for your startup no matter what. I'd say at least $80,000 worth of startup costs. And a lot of this when you're getting financed right through your bank, and I did a real estate purchase at the same time that I did a startup purchase. So Live Oak Bank can provide combined power to offer my real estate and my startup purchases, right? But they only really allocated a certain amount of money towards it. So I ended up putting about of my total cost for real estate and out of my pocket, I probably spent about 300 grand just out of my own pocket, right? For real estate cost, extra working, all the extra bits and pieces I wanted to buy that they wouldn't let me fund, right? It's expensive. So if someone's trying to do a startup project and you're fresh out of school, then you're going to open up a full arch practice, it may not actually happen because you have your loans, right? You have more liabilities than you do anything. So you're probably going to have to log about five to seven years of dentistry before you build the working capital to even be able to afford it, right? So yeah, there was a big thing. Super blessed to be where I am and very grateful for that, but it's not for the faint of heart, right? That's a lot of money to drop just on, you know, taking a risk, Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, Definitely some sleepless nights involved with that. Very expensive to do your own startup and very expensive to do, especially your own full art startup. Yeah. And can it be stressful? And right. sometimes you got to shut the pocket door, man. You just got to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. You don't want anyone to see you cry. Yeah. No, you know. Only on those reps that come in. Yeah. I close the pocket door on them. <laughs> the reps don't come to my office anymore because I told them to stop. I'm like, you can't just come in here. I won't see them. I won't see them. They're like, let's bring lunch. We don't, like, we don't want your lunch. You keep your yep. lunch out of here. That used to drive me crazy, man. Let's, let's just pop in the middle of the day. Like, no, I don't have time to sit down and hear about stuff. I don't I don't want to change anything I'm doing. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. Hey, can I plug but something remember, real quick? All these, yeah, go for it. All these fees that I just said, they're one-time costs. Yeah. Like, they are. Like, once you get things moving, like, the printer pays for itself, right? The ICANN pays for itself. The Trios obviously pays for itself. So, and then when I look back on it, I was like, man, I built out seven ops. I am where I am where in terms of my cost, I'm profitable right now and I don't have anything left to build. Yeah. And that felt really good. And you'll enjoy that for the rest of your career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So obviously there's costs in maintaining, but I don't have really anything else to add yeah. at this point, which is really nice. What are you going to add to that to here? I was going to say twofold. A, like what Brisky just addressed, right? He's a full arch doc. He's seasoned. He can close cases. If you're doing a startup, work on making your business profitable first and do maybe like an arch or two, but don't invest in all the technology right off the bat. Frisky knows what he's doing. So he can just go and take the leap and he's going to be profitable from day one. But two is on October 27th and 28th in San Diego, 
a buddy of mine, Chris Green and Mark Costas were doing a presentation for a company called the Practice Launchpad. So if you look up the Practice Launchpad, where we go over how to do a startup and how to acquire a practice and how to save that 80,000 bucks that Brisky was talking about spending, we can save it on flooring and electrical and plumbing and beating up the equipment reps and IT and lease negotiations and all of those different things. And so again, I know this is a clinical podcast. I'm not going to necessarily talk about the practice launchpad, but if anyone's interested, go to thepracticelaunchpad.com. And it's in actually San Diego. It's a pretty awesome spot. That's in the Wondrous studio. So it's going to be a good time. And we're going to be running that course in October. It's awesome. All right. Well, thanks so much for your time, guys. ColoradoSurgicalInstitute.com and thepracticelaunchpad.com. All right. Take care, guys. Thanks, man. Hey, everybody. This is Dr. Dune from Colorado Surgical Institute. Just wanted to give you guys a shout out and let you know about the program. We have full arch surgeries. We have lateral sinus lifts. We have block rafting courses all done in one weekend with the whole digital workflow with photogametry units, scanners, 3D printers, milling, you name it. Anything regarded to full arch, we cover in depth. We also have a PGCA course. What that is, it's the Postgraduate Clinical Accelerator course where we are going to be covering wisdom teeth, single implants, and it can be complex single implants with vertical sinus lifts. We'll also be covering full arch extractions with ridge reduction, bone grafting, PRP, suturing, and we also will have a course on socket preservation. So if you guys are interested in any of those courses, please reach out to us at Colorado Surgical Institute. The code is here.